Yo, and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh to the to the Diran Diran Cartel. Okay, guys, welcome to episode thirty-three, and today. I've got two of my closest friends, Mr. Nick Garcia and Mr. Ali Seterekli. What's going on, boys? What's going on? What's going on, man? Do you know what? Before we start... Hold on a second. Hold wow. on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. But why are you moving like this is your show, Ali? Bro, do you know what? I just wanted to say fuck you to start off with. <laughs> yeah. Because how many episodes have it been now? 33. What? You, this is Because I don't really listen to them, so it's been 33. <laughs> hey, you know what? The, the thing is, Ali, you're, right. you're a big personality. Good. Right, you're yes. a big personality, yes. and um, I didn't, I, I want, I didn't want to intimidate the celebrities, the guests that were coming in. You know, you get what I'm saying, Nick. I understand. You know, no, but no. um, so that's why I had to get them in, warm the crowd up, and then get yourself in because I knew you were going to be an annoying prick like this. <laughs> Dylan, you chat so much shit, bro. <laughs> Shut up, man. All right, boys, how we doing, Nick? How you doing? Good. I was. I just want to say as well, I support Ali's message. Fuck you, Duran. But um, <laughs> I'm good. Yes, I'm good. It's good to be here. You know what? It's already a delight to have you boys here. <laughs> Amazing. But um, so I know Nick and Ali for a long time. I first actually met Nick uh, when I first went to Australia. He's actually, thinking about it now, you're actually one of my first friends in the fitness industry. We were both receptionists in Australia, in I'm Sydney, in New South Wales. Bro, bro. A receptionist is not the fitness industry, bro. No, no, listen, swipe cards. No, no, <laughs> but listen, listen. Yeah, but you say that. <laughs> swipe cards. But we were in the gym. <laughs> yeah, we were in the gym. Yeah, we bro, were, cleaners we, are in the gym as well. They're not part of the fitness industry. Bro, they're still a part of the fitness industry. You know what? They're a part of the group of the people that make the train go forward. Is that the same, bro? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> it, is now. It, it is now. It is now. So, um, first of all, before what I do with all my guests is... Ask them the Nando's question. And this is not because I've got a fucking black card from Nando's, which, by the way, Nando's, you should send to me. Secondly, what is your Nando's order? Nick, I'm going to start off with you, and I'm going to go over to Ali. I get the half chicken with two sides. Okay. Yep. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the peri-peri chips. I know that's, a, I know that's crazy. Everyone doesn't like to hear that. But... I know, but I get the broccoli and then the spinach. It's like a new spinach yeah, thing yeah. they do. The broccoli's like new that. as well, no? The broccoli. It might, yeah, it might, but so. I like those. Yeah, yeah, I like those. Ali, what about you, bro? I get the chicken fires yeah. hot. Yeah, and then I get peri sorted chips with yeah. rice. Yeah, and broccoli. And broccoli. Yeah, going in. Yes. See, Ali's one of those people. Yeah, he's one of those <laughs> lean guys that just can eat for days. But he, he he's that guy. He never gets fat, right? He never gets fat. But the thing is, with him, although I say that, you do train quite hard. And he's actually one of the most hard-working people I know, especially when it comes to fitness, from all the way back in his football days. Do you remember all those extra runs you used to do? Bro, don't man. get me started, man. It's crazy, isn't it? Bro, I used to get off of the bus, isn't it? When I, was, when I was at school, I'm talking like year 10, I used to get off on the 279. Yeah. They used to go all the way to Tottenham and come back to Enfield. I used to get off at Emma and, and run to my house with my back with my backpack. That's mad. And this is why, guys, you need to train smart so you don't have six <laughs> six injuries. Six injuries. Six injuries like Ali did. But we'll get on to that in a minute. But um boys, how how, how was your summer? It's been a mad summer, right? How was the summer? Crazy as in not great, but yes, it was <laughs> it was it was uh it was different. You know what, Nick, if you joined me and Ali on the IB for trip, you would have had a good time. Look, I had some complications. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know what the mad thing is, yeah? Like obviously the whole COVID thing was it's fucking mental, right? But um 
Do you remember doing FaceTimes and having beers? Yeah, it yeah. was a good time. Yeah. Wow. That was, was good, good fun. That was good time. But like, think about, like, people, it's still not great, but at least things are better. And how much fun were we having like just on that FaceTime yeah. and how much we appreciated each other's time when we were seeing nobody? Right. Yeah. You must have wanted to kill your roommate by then, surely. <laughs> oh, I mean, we see each other all. Yeah, we see each other all the time. <laughs> all the time. But yeah, like I mean, trying to book Dirin in is like impossible. So I mean, why? Why? What do you mean? First, you have to get onto his PA. Yeah, no, what do you mean? Hold on stuff. a second. Yeah, we've been trying to hot me up, bro. <laughs> trying to hot me up. Ali, it's true. No, hey, listen. These guys are always giving me shit. Is not I? I, I don't like planning too far ahead. It, it stresses me out. It, it's too much commitment for me. All right. I'd rather do things on the day. And maybe it's like a Turkish, Kurdish thing. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But like if you told your dad, Ali, if you told your dad, Ali, yeah, dad, um, uh, can we have dinner on the 17th at 6 p.m.? What would he say to you? Bro, my brother tried to do that, you know. Your younger brother? No, the one that lives in Ipswich. He tried to do that. He said to my, he said to my dad, oh, um, I'm free on the 17th at 6 p.m. Would you like to come down for dinner? What did your dad my say? My dad shut the phone in his face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but this is the thing it must be an ethnic thing and like and although it sounds a little bit bad but like I don't want to um, if you make that plan right you're potentially cutting off other options that could be not not better this sounds a little bit bad but just other options that you might enjoy more and for some reason I like being like Spontaneous, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's more exciting. Like last week, yeah, I asked these guys, <laughs> I asked these guys, Oh, boys, you want to jump on a podcast on Friday? I'm going to book the studio and you want to come down. You both work in the city. Wait, wait, it was it was Friday as well. Was it was Friday. Friday, he asked it was us Friday, Friday morning, <laughs> Friday morning, and I asked him if they're free at 1 p.m. So, Nick being Nick, he was like, No, <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> Stand up, I was like, Straight, I'm busy. And I was like, Okay, fair enough, cool. I wasn't going to force that. What about you, Ali? Ali turned around and fucking said. Like, listen, bro, did you do this with Bradley Simmons, with Paul Lima, with all your other guests? He goes, I want an official invitation yeah, bro. to invite me yeah. onto the podcast. But what did I do at the beginning of the week? He called me and said, do you want to come on a Darren Cartel show? And I said, fuck you again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And Oh, I forgot about these. Uh, Nick, by the way, has brought us some... What are they? Well, they're, they're furfies. What's that, bro? Furphy. It's a Melbourne craft beer. And I just, I wanted to give Ali a bit of a taste of Australia. I brought a, a lot of Australian things right. today for Ali. I'm okay. trying to convince this guy to come to Australia. Wait, I'm just me, trying to convince this guy to I leave the country. Bro. But yeah. So, Nick, so Nick, bring us some beer, which I appreciate. Uh, cheers. Hold on. There's a toast I want to make as well, because I'm really proud of Ali. He's got four of six women that uh, want to lose 10 kilos in 12 weeks. So <laughs> congratulations, bro. Hey, <laughs> you're a bastard. But uh... well, this is all right, you know. So hey. this is Aussie, yeah? Yeah, this is good. This is Australian. <laughs> this is Austra Nick also bring um, some Sunday League version of Freddles. <laughs> Sunday League version of Freddles. Caramel koalas. Um, greatest. Vegemite shapes, which greatest. I like shapes, right? Aussies love shapes. Um, I do like it, but I don't rate it that much, you know? Like, oh, there's other... I'd rather get... Is it Australian? Is it Smith's where they have... Oh, like, yeah, Smith's salt, crisps. Salt yeah. and vinegar crisps. They're good. They're banging. And it's also bring the main reason Australian rates of diabetes is high <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is Tim Tams. You know what I mean? Tim Tams, they are actually banging. They're Again, good. they're like, they are 
actually a way better version of what we have here are penguins, right? Yeah, yeah. penguins, yeah. They're like penguins. Yeah, they're yeah. shit. But, um, yeah, so today's episode is... It's actually one of the most excited ones because I feel like being having like close friends like you guys, we always have like good conversations when we're out, when we're having a drink, uh, and where no one hears it. And I feel like there's so much value in those conversations. Do you know what I mean? And this is why I bring them in today, not because I didn't have a guest lined up, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And um, I want to start off with asking Ali, bro, tell me about football, bro. What's going on? You had a, you had a, you had a, you played how many years in Turkey? In Turkey, I played uh, nearly six, six years. Six professional football. Yeah. And how did it, how did it all happen? What's going on? So. Because you started in, from under what? Start from there. Tell me. Bro, I started playing football at Bulldog Farm. If anyone knows like in North London, Bulldog Farm, if you was playing at Bulldog Farm, you had something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used because, to hate playing against Bulldog Farm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. th- we, we had an unbelievable team. Most of the boys that were in that team, they all went on to play academy football. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say something else. No. I thought you were going to say academy football or prison. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the mad thing is... Do you know what's so mad? Some of them did go prison. <laughs> <laughs> because... Hey, but the mad thing is, like, those areas, like my areas as well, where I played football, how many like how many people do we know that are locked up right now? Bro, my boy just got locked up like a couple of months ago. <laughs> I might go see him next month. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's mad. But yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah, and then um played there my, my youth career and then I went to Cambridge United, played there for about a year and a half, two years. And then after that I signed a pro contract and went to Turkey. I was a scholar at Cambridge. Bro, wait, what <laughs> um what country what um what team in Turkey was it? So what because you know when you I remember this I remember uh, how old were you when you first went I think it was Sivaspor which is a uh, pretty much like a Premier League club in Turkey they scouted this guy Nick at like 15 I was 15 yeah he was 15 tell him why you didn't go bro <laughs> bro no it was I got scouted by Sivas first and then uh, one of the coaches that was here in London sent me to a team called Ankara Spor yeah. And they were also like a, a Super League team in uh, yeah. in Turkey. And uh, I went there, went out to one session with them. There was a lot of trialists. I played about 45 minutes. They ended the session. They said, you need to come in with us into the office. So I thought, what's going on, bro? Like, did I do something wrong? And they're like... Do you, me- do you remember how you played that day? Bro, I played like I didn't give a fuck. That's why I played so well. Yeah, I know, I know. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I wish I was like that. Yeah, because I didn't... I, I weren't constantly... I was like, do you know what? I'm here. So I'll just, I'll just play some football. Yeah. Bro, Went in there and said, who's your agent? I said, agent? I ain't got agent. Bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> call my dad. And then, um, so they called my dad. They said, look, um, we want to sign your son. Like, how are we going to make this happen? Mm. And then, because I'm 15, I was with a girl back then. I was with her for like nearly three years. I remember no. very well. Yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway. It, Nick, I, yeah, it's coming, bro. I weren't, I weren't, I weren't too... I didn't want to go in it because I was like I'm going to leave her do you know what I mean in yeah, Turkey yeah. I'm 15 and um, so the the team's chairman of Ankara Sport called my dad and said we want to move your family from England to Turkey okay <laughs> one second I don't think you realise how big that is for a football club to turn around and tell you to come over to the country and they're going to pay for everything this is the sort of shit they do for the next Messies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, 
I'm not going to lie, bruv. I looked up to you at football, bruv. Yeah. Not with personal training. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, carry on. And um, they said to me, like, we're going to, they said to my dad, like, we're going to, we'll move you over to Turkey. Whatever you want, yeah. we'll give it to you. Whatever you're earning in Turkey, come, we're going to put you on whatever you're earning. Like yeah. for my dad and my family and that. Yeah. And uh, we want him to be here and we're going to send him to the, to the national team straight away. Like this is, when he comes here, we'll send him to the national team because he needs to be there. That's mad. But when they're telling me this, though, I'm 15. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? And Nick's out here playing tag rugby. <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing tag rugby. That's, that's embarrassing. That's, that's embarrassing. We have, we have a group chat, right? We have a group chat. Two athletes and... Uh, what was it? And a Mexican. And a, and a Mex Mexican. And a Mexican. And um, when we when we talk about football and stuff, me and Ali, uh, Nick's like, yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, I had, we had tag rugby the other day and I did my AC, uh, I did my groin. It's pretty sore. I can't really train today. <laughs> and um, that's, uh, we're always giving him shit about that. And then you came back. I came back, um, and then I—that's when I was at Cambridge. They went to Cambridge United, and then that's when uh, my girlfriend then broke up with me. <laughs> You're you lying. Know what I realize Dieran's a, a bastard. You know. You know this why. This is why. This is why. This is why I kind of love him because he's a bastard. Look at him laughing here. My heart was broken. Wait a minute. You went to Turkey, did the trial. They said to you, we're going to bring your family. And you're like, nah, because I've got to miss this back home. I'm not going to do that. You went so, back and to England and, and she broke up with him. And he's 15. I'm 15. And when I came back, signed for Cambridge United, after a year, she said to me, like a year, year and a half, that's how long I was at Cambridge. And then she said to me, oh, like, I can't be with you. So, like, Bro. I, I kind of love someone else. <laughs> what? Yeah, bro. This the what? first time you don't know that, did you? I didn't tell you this. I've never no, told you that. She's gonna fucking find out here as well. Yeah. What, wow. Who, was it someone you knew? Bro, she lived like near my road, fam. She still lives there, cuz. What? Yeah. Wait, you tell me. Fifteen years on, you still live in the same place? Yeah, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick. I'm gonna ask you. If you had the same opportunity, gone. Would you go? I wouldn't even call my dad. You know, <laughs> I sent him a text message. I'm going to Turkey. But you know what? This shows to me. The difference, the cultural difference. Because yeah. I actually think with our culture, we're so emotionally attached in the sense where we care about even people that we don't even know very well. We have this sense of looking after them sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I think, which is why, probably why I care so much about my clients or my friends or whatever. And sometimes you have to be really selfish. And at that age, 15. It's still young though, it's right? so young. Would you yeah. change it, Ali? What would you do now? It, I mean, would you go back and change that? I would have loved to see what would have happened. If I, if I could go, I would have loved to see what could happen. Because I don't think you would be here. Do you no, think so? Yeah. I think you'd be playing top level football. I personally think so. Because you were fucking class. It's not me trying to lick your bum bum, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, he was and sick, bruv. Bro, not like you, Nick. Where you like you play a sport, like not like that. <laughs> bro, I don't even watch football no more. I oh, know, like but... that, because I don't. I, when I watch it, I'm just like. <sighs> and then, you know what I mean? and then, so when you had the transition of stop playing because you had a lot of injuries, and that mentally would have, yeah, fucked things up for you. Yeah. What? How did you? How did you overcome that? Bro, no one really knows this, but you know when I was at, I. I went through like I was going through a hard time to be honest for two years I didn't do anything so okay. I didn't work or anything like that yeah and um, I got into mad depression bro 
sitting at home. Imagine like everyone's messaging like, oh, how's football? Yeah. And it's the one thing that you love, like, right? Oh, like, how's football? And I'm like, yeah, it's all right, you know. But, but they don't know, innit? So I'm sitting at home like, and I, that's when I had surgery as well because before I left, I terminated my contract because yeah. I had another ACL. Yeah. Contracts in Turkey, the people are brutal. They won't pay you, they'll get rid yeah. of you like, like that. Not like... Yeah. Here, if you got injured here, you had a five-year contract, say, with fucking United or whatever, you're getting paid for five years. Oh, yeah. In Turkey, it's like, you get a signing-on fee, which is great, but other than that, it's like, whichever match you play, that's how you get paid. That's how you get paid. So you're paid per game. Yeah. So, yeah and then you, there's, a, there's big bonuses. That's the, what people pay for. They love the bonuses in Turkey. They love the bonuses. For goal scores. That's game, game win. You win the wins, game. Wins. Wins. People, bruv, they bring money to changing rooms. Yeah, with a suitcase. Yeah, they hand it out and Yeah, they bring, they bring money yeah. to changing rooms. Yeah. And um, we're going to get back onto your football a little bit later again. But, yeah. Nick, Australia to London, bruv. What's going on? Man, it's big. It's very different. It's very, different, very, very it? different. How was that transition coming from Australia? Because I obviously know the Australian culture quite well. Well, yeah, so you, you've lived there. So you know the two different types. But it's yeah, it's just massively different. I think like <clears throat> you were talking before. Like, sometimes I, I, I sit and listen to you guys chat about stuff. Like Ali was telling an example of like, getting the bus and all this stuff and yeah. the, mate it's you never like, did it's, that and I got a bus but it's like different isn't it like it's different I, yeah. I went to I went to you where you where you, when I first came to London during you took me and stayed in and uh, where you were living in Tottenham Hale Tottenham, Tottenham mate I was North I was Park. packing it because I got off the tr- I got off the off the plane Darren picked me up took me to his house and I walked in and you know Darren's talking to his dad and, and then he goes to me oh look my dad asked if you want to put your money in the safe in the house and I was like <laughs> what he's like yeah do you want to put your money in the safe just in just in case and I was like, but what do you mean? Like, why well, is my money not going to be safe like, with why? me? Like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, yeah, bro. But like this, this area, like, you know, sometimes yeah. things happen. And I think like two days, the second day that I was there, we went out to go to get on a train to go to central London. Yeah. And there was a car like smashed in, like smash window in. Yeah. And I was like, Darren, what the fuck's going on here? And Darren's like, dude, this happens all the time. And it's just yeah. like, that stuff just doesn't happen where I'm from. So it's no. just a different experience. It's so, a different experience. And, and it's, um, but a transition from that's when you visited and you holidayed, right? Yeah. So but you and I remember that that year you went and you travelled around. Yeah. Which I noticed like a lot of Australians when they travel, when they come to Europe, they come to Europe. Like yeah, they, they do come all... for the whole summer. Yeah. So if they're leaving Australia, they're doing three, four months yeah. in um in Europe. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Which and you guys splash some cash man, oh, yeah. traveling around. And um when you went back, did you ever have any thought of, you know what, I'm going to go do a few years there? Because at the same time, I know you were doing your, not, not your master, but you're doing your degree in sports At science. that time, yeah, yeah, I was doing my undergrad, yeah. Doing your undergrad. Did you have any thought of actually coming here to do a few years there? At that time, no, not really, because I was just concentrating on uni and yeah. just wanted to finish it. But, um, but, you know, after doing this trip here, like being here for two years, working and living yeah. in London, I think like, well, I want to go somewhere else. Maybe I was, I was thinking today that, there might be an opportunity for me in Saint-Tropez for summer next year really? to go and do that. Yeah, I did I did Turkey last year. You guys know I went to Dimaris Bay, went and worked in Turkey. Which was shit for us because you wasn't around in the summer, bruv. Yeah, bro. But I told you guys to come. You didn't come anyway. Doesn't no, no, matter. I was busy, innit? <laughs> yeah. You Ali, were... what were you doing? I wasn't busy. I just want to spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to leave his house. <laughs> Ali, you do realise that you're paying for this studio, big man. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you might do that. 
Yeah, I want I want to keep traveling. This is like you, you sort of catch it, don't you? You yeah. leave somewhere. You've done it too. You left Australia and yeah. sort of like you you, it's hard, you don't want to just settle in one place. You want to like keep no, seeing I, what's going on. I think and, once you get that bug, it's really hard to to settle yeah. quite a bit. Which is why I keep telling Ali he needs to fucking travel. Darren, you know when he's just traveling. If I come from Tottenham to Southwest where you live, is, is that traveling? Cause <laughs> technically he's traveling, <laughs> but mate, the minute you, cause I think this is what a lot of English do, right? Not all English like to holiday, holidaying and traveling is, I yeah. think, a total two different, different things. things. You know what? <clears throat> I've I, I um, thought about this recently. So I was in Portugal in Albufeira. And yeah. that's a massive holiday destination for Brits. Yeah. But for me, it's like tacky. You know, you go yeah, there yeah. and like, it's just, yeah, the beaches are tacky. The pubs are all tacky. It's like, they're all still serve, serving like English beer it's and mad, English it? breakfast and stuff. It'd be like you going to Thailand as an Aussie. Yeah, that's right. It's the yeah, same yeah, yeah. sort of thing. You know, they all cater to like Brits and, and in Thailand, they cater to Australians. Yeah. It's not really traveling. It's like, yeah, I, I think you've got to go and experience the culture of each country that you go to to yeah. actually understand the tra- yeah. traveling, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Did you, um, when you came here uh, to like be here, hmm. um, which I was fucking buzzing about, by the way, but when you came here, did you, was it tough to leave? What do you mean? Was it tough to leave home? Or were you like, no, nah, oh, I'm going? No, nah, at that time I was pretty... Because you like, were in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty set on going at that well, point. Is Melbourne, would you prefer Melbourne to Sydney or Sydney 100%, Melbourne? yeah, 100%. I think you're one or the other. My housemate, Luke, he, he prefers Sydney. Yeah. And although he has never lived in Melbourne, I've lived in both and yeah. I, I just prefer Melbourne. I just think it's a lot cooler, but yeah. Well, you're a trendy motherfucker. Do you That's know what it, I mean. You come Why did he own. come in jeans though? Brother, did you say anything? I don't understand nothing. He just that's what Nick, isn't he? He just, does that all the time, isn't he? Does it? All the time. He's like, yeah, I got jeans and that, but then I got a PT a floor in it. <laughs> <laughs> without 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 that accent. And um I think a lot of people that are gonna listen to this, there's gonna be a lot of personal trainers that listen to this. Well I hope so anyway. Mm-hmm. But um personal training, I got to train people in Australia as well as the UK. You did obviously the same. Ali, not yet. Ali, Ali has how long have you been PT now? <laughs> <laughs> many years, uh, many years, many years, three many, years, three years, years. three years. Yeah. Ali's been PT, and it's it's sick because you're you're earning your stripes on the gym floor as well as trying to make moves online, which I think is wicked. And a, a big mistake that a lot of personal trainers do is they don't actually earn their stripes before they go online. Because what people don't yeah. realize is, uh, for any personal trainers that's listening to this, is you have so much to learn on the gym floor and you're constantly learning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even like, yeah, we were working at reception when we first met. We were 19. I was 19, you were 18, right? Yeah. But we were always training. We yeah. were always talking to the PTs. We were there. And think about all the things that you learned from <clears throat> then yeah. to all the way till now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So... That's a lot of years in that environment. But what I noticed most is I knew that about Australia, like personal training and stuff, and people in general care more about their health and well-being. I think personally because their bodies are out more more of the year than anywhere else. But um, there's a big difference. I've seen that there is a huge difference when it comes to professionalism, when it comes to coaching from Australia to here. And you've seen that, right? What would you, what, what's your, what's your, because we've all worked at Fitness Firsts. You and me have worked in uh, Fitness First in Australia and UK. Ali's worked in Fitness First in London. Um, what would you say is a big difference? Yeah. Be honest though. Let, let people know, because the thing is, 
I'm not being funny, but personal trainers in fucking fitness first, bruv, in London, yeah? And I know I used to work with a lot of guys and they can listen yeah. to this, want to smack me in the faces, but they're fucking unprofessional. Yeah, that and that's the truth, is that the professionalism, yeah, there's a different standard. In Australia, it's a lot more professional. But that's not to say as well that there aren't good PTs in London, because I have come across a lot of them too. There are really good PTs here in, in the UK. Am I one of them, Nick? There are really good PTs in the UK. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. But um, uh, yeah, but in Australia, I think it's just a different. It's just different. It's a different standard. The the our average, I just would say our average is better, is higher it than is. the average here. That's that's it is. yeah, it is. But what do they lack in? You know what? It's, it is. It's the personality. It's the it charisma. Is, right? It's like that. Like the that floor presence, and it is. Right. Cra- and when I first came here, that's one of the first things that intimidated me because like. I think I'm quite a big personality in my gym back home. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, the the big guy there. Then I came here and got like met me and guys like you met. Then you got, met got me. like Omari and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all my boys. So uh, the the names Nick's talking about is a lot of people that I worked with in fitness first, and uh, all big personalities, all from areas like where me and Ali are from, where you have to have a level of personality to kind of shine a little bit to get someone's attention. Yeah. So imagine going from, say, Australia, where people are a little bit low-key. Because I remember, bro, when I first went to Australia on the gym floor, I killed it. There would have been no one. I was talking to, to yeah. everyone. And I know PTs were like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But I was approaching everyone and anyone. I didn't care. And um, it was just that volume. And within a week... I already had enough clients to pay my rent, so I was happy. I was going well. Go on, Ali. I remember um, when I first started as a PT last year. You, <laughs> Darren was actually when I first stepped on the gym floor as a self-employed PT. Darren was messaging me from Australia every single day saying, "How many numbers have you got today?" But yeah, but do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember. Because I was like, it's. Um, I think people worry a lot of personal trainers coaches in general they care so much about what other coaches think of them which doesn't allow them to reach their full potential which is a little bit sad if i'm being honest a little bit sad and a waste of fucking time you know how many times have you been in a staff room where pts are talking shit about who got more leads instead of going outside and getting clients loads right do you know what i mean and um i think that transition, when people being a self-employed personal trainer, going from that transition to like being self-employed from working for someone is you need to get rid of that mentality of people are just going to hand it to you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What was your best approach on uh, getting numbers? Like, See, I'm, I'm, I like more of the referral base. Yeah. I like that. To yeah. like reward people for helping me yeah. uh, that I build a relationship up and say, look, if you have a friend or someone who's interested... Yeah, I'll give you two free sessions if you pass on someone, okay. and even if they don't sign up, who cares? At least it's someone else you've met in the gym. Yeah, but okay. um, and for yeah. what you charge, fucking two sessions is pretty fucking good, mate. It's definitely some people, definitely some people's rent a month. You know what I mean? <laughs> How is he charging that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Andy? What's your what's your? I think me and you are quite similar with this. Yeah. But what's your what's what do you do when it comes to um, getting leads? Bro, I used to just go up to people and see how, say, how, how you doing. Yeah, how's your day? Way, I don't really talk about. You know, some people go up and say, "Um, how you doing? What are you training today?" Nah, I used to just go up and say, "How you doing? How's mm. it going? I've seen you around a few times." Yeah, good. Do you know what I mean? How you been? This, this, that, and I'll be like, "Look, 
someone's cancelled their session just now. Would you mind just doing yeah. an hour session with me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's no pressure at all. You don't sign up with me. Just do the session, see how you feel. Yeah. And then boom. And then that's how basically how I built my business. Yeah. And it's mad. Yeah. A lot of people don't put um, people on the spot. And I think it's uh, one of the things I was doing was um, when I was going on the treadmill, when I see someone and saying there's no gap, I used to just ask them, what's the reason you're not going to train with me right now for the next half an hour for free when I usually charge £50 for this session? What's the reason? And they pause. Boom. you got 30 minutes to show yourself to that person. And that person will most likely, if you're a good coach, will convert into a fucking client and you can potentially change their life because no matter what anyone says becoming a personal trainer is not the hardest thing when it comes to being qualified but the impact we have on people I think is quite a lot because mm. I think health is I mean it's the most important thing do you know what I mean what do you think 100% even going back to talk, getting clients bro, I've, I've had a client where I'm training someone and there'll be someone next to me and I'll be like oh like my client's name's Emma I'll be like Emma have you met my new client yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're my new client. We're training next week. And she'll be like, get their number, train them next week. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's how you should, and you've got to be yeah. like that. In in Sydney, bruv. In Sydney. Uh, do you remember the stairs on Jewel Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I remember when girls, girls would come down, right? Oh, shit. I mean, I, I ain't going to lie, bro. Most of my clients were female. I'm not going to lie. That's you as yeah, well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, not Nick. Nah. Um, <laughs> 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 it's mad. I see Ali keep drinking his water, but are you going to have that beer? Huh? I'm basically saving it to after, innit? I don't want to get boozed here, innit? Because that, that will kill me, innit? Well, He's only mean? a little guy. So wait, hold on. Is that not open? <laughs> that is open, bro. No, you need to open that, bro. That's S- open, Sip bro. your drink. I'm not, I'm not talking until you sip your drink. <laughs> oh, you're that guy, bro. You're that guy. You're that guy. You're that guy. Um, I used to wait for people to come down the stairs. Mm. It's about, hey, guys, sorry. Um, the gym is actually um, closed today. <laughs> Oh my god, are you serious? Uh, is is everyone okay? What's the issue? She's like, why are these people training um yester or private? I actually love your Australian accent. They're, so good. they're like, they're all um, they're all actually booked in sessions. But um, can I first get some ID, please? Um, and they'll take their ID out. I'm like, girls, girls, I'm, I'm joking. Like, come in, come in. The gym's open. But while you're here, would you like a free person? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then just like take it from there. And I think instead of people talking about training and whatever to normal people just like you said go and say hello yeah. how are you and then take things from there so if i was to ask you guys nick i'll start with you what makes a good coach what makes a good coach if you'd asked me this when i first started yeah right i would have said to you education qualifications i would have been like you have to go Learn, 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 learn. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a part of it. But yeah. I've seen many, many, many personal trainers who've been successful who don't have that qual- have that many qualifications. So yeah. you have to have charisma, personality, and this yeah, the the the, the mindset that you you're going all in on it. You know, like yeah. that's, that's what it is. It's like what you, you paint that perfect, perfect picture of what you just said before. The example of like how you approach people yeah, going yeah, up yeah, and yeah, down yeah. the stairs or whatever. Yeah. And you, when you talk to people on the gym floor, it's like, yeah. that is, doesn't, you don't come across that with every single personal trainer, you know, that yeah. sometimes they think it's going to be given to them just because I've got this qualification. I've done yeah. this course. I've done that. I've done yeah. that. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's on. 
really nice, but no one else really cares unless yeah. you can go and talk to someone. How how qualified are you? Overqualified. <laughs> what, what <laughs> For what you, I do anyway. What, what are you qualified? I just want to know everything. I just want to know. What are you what are you qualified in? So I've got my Bachelor in Exercise Sport Science. Okay. I've deferred my Masters in High Performance Sport, which I've got a year to finish left in, in Australia. Yeah. Um, I've done... Exos mentorships, which are an American-based athlete performance company. <laughs> yeah. Two years I did uh, mentorships with them. Yeah. I'm now doing a mentorship with an osteopath at the moment, currently, who's very good. This guy's extra. Carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but see, yeah, I just enjoy that side of it. I know. You I enjoy, enjoy it. it. And I. But see, do people need all of that to be? No, a good they coach? don't. No, they don't. To be a personal trainer, you do not. You this guy's making more money than me, Ali, and he's. <laughs> Ali's a shit coach. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, Ali, uh, what, what makes a good coach I think, for you? I bro? think I, I definitely agree with Nick. I speak to personal trainers now and they're like, oh, they're just qualified and they're like, oh, I want to do this course next. I want to do... St-. I'm like, like, you don't need to be doing courses straight away. But everything you need to learn is on the gym floor now. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, being a good coach is definitely being able to market yourself properly yeah. and um, definitely give... When it comes to clients as well, being able to make sure your client feels confident and comfortable around you as well because yeah. let's let's be honest your client don't really care about how much knowledge you got yeah do you know what i mean they just want to know they just want they just want you to solve their problem exactly do you know what i mean and i think one of the um i think like going to seminars and all of that stuff i think it's good yeah. i went to a lot um i preferred going and listening more so than reading and learning on my own because i just my attention span is just fucking so bad that i can't i just can't do it but when someone's talking to me I'm having a discussion I learn the most like that and um, you went to IFS last year in Italy yeah certain people didn't come Nick mad, mad. but um, sorry I was in Turkey working how, that was good right IFS you were like you had all the pretty much all the big dogs of uh, the fitness industry uh, giving seminars and then you were by the pool as well and you were learning but also having fun as well and it was it was casual but it was very there was a lot of value to it and you I learned the best like that and although I was there sitting on one of those chairs doing a talk or whatever but there were so many people there that I look up to in the industry and I've realised that probably my biggest power is actually learning so much on the job and doing those seminars because in all honesty Nick all of those courses that you've done which are great by the way because I'm obsessed with that sort of stuff as well because you're a qualified S&C coach how much of that do you use on a day-to-day basis with your clients? With my clients, not that often. There's some that I do, yes. I train yeah. some athletes still, but yeah. for the most part, no. General population doesn't. I don't. I don't need to use any of that stuff. Yeah. But you're right, though. Is is your the the most I learned? Yeah, I got good information from those courses, but the 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 most I learned in how to adapt to different people in different situations was training in different gyms, working in different gyms. Um, in different sports as yeah. well um, and also now even different countries like from yeah. Australia to London is, is so different like yeah. dealing with these people is very different very yeah, very yeah, different yeah. and one of the like people skills are important 100% they're important right and uh, what would you say was the difference between because you also train you've trained a lot of athletes you've, have you, you've trained athletes that go to NBA and stuff I have one guy that I work with that's is in the NBA yeah but you've you've Worked with a lot of basketballers, a lot of basketballers, and some footballers. Yep, uh, I've got a, I've got a few people that I worked with that are in the AFL. Yeah, AFL, which is 
Aussie rules people, football. People don't know what that is here. Which is complicated as fuck, <laughs> by the way. It's like, <laughs> bro, do you know what AFL is? What's he talking about? Bruv, listen. So it's mad. Cause drink this. Yeah. Bruv, there's like, I swear there's like four goals. Let me tell you how crazy the sport is. The average midfielder Ali in the game of AFL runs around 20 kilometers a game. Yeah. What the fuck? Something like that. A rough, roughly. Roughly. Yeah. Roughly, right? 20k. Yeah, close to, close to, close to. There's so much happening. There's the ball like you're knocking it on the floor, you're barging people, you're grabbing the ball, and these guys are like they're like they're like a mixture of the agility and the speed of professional footballers with the strength of rugby players. Yeah, madness. yeah. it's crazy. Mad. So Ali, you wouldn't have a chance, mate. Nah, I think I'm quite strong and quick to be honest, but not anymore. You're not, not anymore. Nah, man, you're ten kilos heavier, bro. Bro, I told you. Remember when I said to you the other day, Dieran, like I'm running, my back hurts, bro. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And then you said. Bro, you're flipping 10 kilos heavier. What did Nick say? Nick told me to do work on my hip flex. <laughs> well, of course I did. See what, what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying? All them fucking courses, man, gave better advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave better advice, bro. Are you still injured, though? Not anymore, you know, because I've been doing a posterior pelvic tilt. But do you know what's mad? Um, Nick's obviously one of my best mates, but Rob, not, not even... No, no, no. Not even just... Um, not as a friend as well, but... I actually go and train with Nick. I used to, I trained, especially when I first met you, right? I used to go like every week to train yeah, with Nick. Dieran was like, this kid is a genius. Yeah. Go train with him. You're welcome. And, I, and, and <laughs> honestly, like I've learned, I've learned, obviously I've learned a lot from Dieran as well, but uh, Nick's taught me so much. Things that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have learned because obviously Dieran's tra- Dieran travels a lot. So I don't really see Dieran too yeah. much, but now he's here. But Nick taught me a lot of stuff that. Especially um, training principles. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. That's, that's the thing as well. Is if you, as a good coach or a coach who's super experienced, which yeah. even at the gym that I worked at, there's loads there too at, at Fitness First. One of the greatest things you can do is do that is mentor someone who's young trying Bro. to come up. Like instead of being like, oh, that guy's not going to be very good because he doesn't know what he's doing. Don't say that. Like go and help him out. You know, Bro, that's, the, the best way I learned was. Um, hiring people, working with people that are way better than me. Bro. Oh. Like, I'm not being funny. I had no fucking clue about emails, marketing, all that stuff until I met James. Yeah. James introed me into it. Do you know what I mean? He didn't go, do this, do that, do that. I looked at him. I looked at some of the things that he was doing and I wanted to learn and I found my way of learning it. Uh, S&C stuff. Um, got my guys here like Andy, Stephen and Graham Morris. You know what I mean? I hired, I hire or pay these people to coach me so I can mm. learn best from them. And... One thing I think any personal trainer listening to this is work close with some people that you can work closely with where you will learn the most. It's a bit like if you're someone that, say, works in, you know, because you get all these people when they finish uni, do business and all this shit. They're like, oh, I want to go work for the biggest company and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think you're way better off working with small companies, startups where you're more involved and you learn loads not just one thing and you're forgotten about the ceo doesn't even know your name yeah where here you know and you're learning all these different things yeah same with um so many highly qualified personal trainers that work in still standard gyms go to them hey nick for example fitness first fucking uh the one you you, you were working at baker street baker street 
Bruv, you should have had at least five, six sessions there from personal trainers saying, hey, Nick, I want to, can I do an hour with you a week to learn? And then they would learn so much that they would cross over to their clients with and earn 100%. and give more value to their clients. Because the problem is, so many people now are seeing personal training as a fucking, oh, 50 pound an hour. They're forgetting that they they need to give value to people yeah. in these sessions. Do you know what I mean? I remember um, I was I was going to see Nick regularly then as well when Nick was here, and um, I don't know if some of the personal trainers in my gym are going to listen to this, but um, they they were like to me, "Oh, where are you going? You going to Baker Street again? You going to Baker Street to uh, learn from your friend Nick?" I was like, "Do you know what, bro? Like, you don't even got a clue in it. I'm just <laughs> gonna do me like because." Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to learn anything here in the staff room with you lot. Do you know what I mean? I'd rather go and learn something off Nick if he's going to teach me something. So Yeah, and that's and I think that's the biggest difference between people. And I think a, a big issue is like, people now, nah, bruv, people are too fucking cool, man. It's egos. Yeah. Egos. Yeah. People are too fucking cool. I'm not going to ask Nick for help. Nick, how many times have I posted something about training principles and said, Nick, bro, I'm pretty sure, but is this right? Yeah, and I say you have to you have to change the whole thing. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but seriously though, that's no. but but we do all do that. And like, <laughs> no, but in saying that as well, right? I'm yeah. I'm terrible at <laughs> Instagram and making content and I have to send it to these two all the time. Yeah. And the amount of times these guys have said like you're an idiot, this is shit and refilm yeah, yeah. it is yeah. like that's what happens, you know? Exactly. And and you might say, hey, Darren, yeah, this is good, but have you thought of this? Boom. Yeah. And your brain just goes, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. I didn't think of this. And then you're thinking about, and yeah. all these other ideas come to your head, innit, bro? Bro, I love it when someone tells me that it's shit. Innit? Or like, this is wrong. I love it. But I think some people are so scared. They are. So scared. I love it when you tell me or he says to me, hey, bro, that content, man, that was kind of dead. I get yeah, it on a regular, but that's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> we get that on the regular with Ali. <laughs> Give him a lot of shit about his content. <laughs> but I, I get shit a lot from you lot, you know. But, but you know what? But you know it comes from a good place. I love it, bro. It's not to bring yeah, you down. 100%. Yeah, because if you had the opposite, imagine if we were like, oh, Ali, everything you post is so good. And you're still stuck with three women that want to lose 10 kilos in 12 months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's just, but, but don't, you're bastard, you know. <laughs> but don't, don't you think like there is there is that line where like, which by the sorry guys, I'm gonna burp. <laughs> sorry, I'm not embarrassed. Can you edit that out? Said my please. Did that smell? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. We got we got a videographer in the house as well. There's two cameras pointing at us. Do you want to say hello? Just quickly shout. Hello. 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 Um. As you can see, boys, boys and girls, Darren's actually moved up. He's actually got a videographer, so he's yeah, actually because, doing okay. He's yeah, got, yeah, but I'm doing okay because you know what? I'm not thinking of fuck. I'm thinking about the long game. I'm thinking yeah. this content here. I want my friends to have good content because Ali's content is shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this is for you, Ali. This Jade, is oh, Jade's gonna be so happy when he hears this. Yeah, I know he's gonna be so happy. But you know what? Talking about all of that stuff. Um, <laughs> 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 oh my god oh my god you're a dickhead I did not see this when did you read write it, this read it I wrote it why did did you write this why did I never make yes a professional footballer I always have notes down um, for you guys that are listening and not watching this I always have notes down on my notebook of like uh, stuff I want to make sure I mention um, 
and uh, one of the boys when I went to the toilet wrote down <laughs> why did I never make it as a professional and I think Ali's got a um, good answer it actually. was issues with his BMI <laughs> <laughs> You're a prick. You're a prick. <laughs> but um, talking about that and like me messaging you for help on uh, anything, or you messaging me, or Ali messaging you, or Ali messaging me, or whatever, or even Ali getting shit about his content. How important is it to have good friend groups for you guys? Uh, you have to have that. You have to have that. Otherwise, like we were just saying, I mentioned before, if you've got the opposite of people being like, oh, no, it's good, it's fine, it's all this and that, you're never going to grow, you're never going to learn, are you, if everything yeah. you do is always good in, in your friend's eyes. You know, you need them to tell you the harsh truth sometimes. Yeah. And I'm glad that you two tell me how we shit I am sometimes. Because yeah. you know what, bro? You know, when I first went to Australia, I had a few problems with that. I was a bit too honest with people. And I upset a few people, you know. <laughs> Imagine Wait, it. Ali, no, seriously. But I thought I was being normal. Because imagine going from the environment that you've seen in, say, Fitness First in London, or all the men them <laughs> ripping each other in the staff room. So bad. Non-stop. Wagwan. And then <laughs> non-stop. Yeah. And then going to Australia, where everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people are quite... Um, Do you know, it's just very friendly. And it's it like, very no, no one wants to upset anybody. That's what it is in Australia. But it's fake. Yeah. It's fake, bro. Yeah. Not everyone, but there's a lot of fake people. Yeah. But don't fucking say that to me, bro. You nah. don't like me, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Just right, stay man. the fuck out of my way when I'm walking. Mm. Do you know what I mean? 100%. You don't have to say, oh, yeah, he's a great guy, mate. You don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't have to say that. But there's people like that here as well. There's people like... Because people are worried about confrontation. I'm not worried about the, about the fact that you might not like me after I say, oh, hey, Nick... That post was dead, brother. Who are, you, who are you helping with that? You know, I'm not worried about that. But me not worrying about that adds more value to how you can make it better yeah. and how I can make it better. Do you know how many times I've like, someone said something to me and I'm like, it's all on my throat. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I've got to, um, yeah, I'll make that better next time. But yeah. it's good, right? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, most conversation, the hardest conversations are the ones that, like, we need to do, the most. Yeah. I don't know where the fuck I heard that from. Maybe Phil Graham, you know. Might be, you know. Phil Graham says stuff like that, isn't it? He's a G still. He's good, man. He's a G, <laughs> bro. He's a G. He's a G. What um, so what's your friend groups like? Do you feel like your friend groups have changed, Ali? I think I've outgrown a lot of my mates. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, no, obviously not physically. <laughs> He still looks up to us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to, had to go. Sorry, bro. I think when it comes, when, when I say outgrown, I'm not like shove them to the side and don't talk to them no more. But I think as your vision grows, you try to surround yourself with people that have the same vision as you. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even when we went to Ibiza, even wow. in the mornings when we got up, everyone was brainstorming, thinking about Who how can content, we... content, bro? Bro, like in the morning, like you'd have like bare drinks at night morning everyone's up on their laptop everyone's just thinking trying to add value to each other somehow like because we all add value to each other regardless do you yeah. know what i mean so i think having having that is super important man i think that's one thing people are worried about they're worried about outgrowing their friends 100 percent, yeah and like sometimes 
I feel like Nick. When you go back, people might see a different Nick. We we're, were talking about this. I was I was just at a at a leaving drinks or birthday leaving drinks for a friend who's going back to Australia, and we're talking about how crazy it's going to be going back. We're ten years out of high school now, me and my friends. Yeah. Going back to the same place where I grew up, and you still see the same people from ten years ago who are doing the same thing they did ten years ago. You're under the same drink drinking place with the same group of friends. Like, what have you... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, that's just not happy, for me. I don't know. You know what my problem is with that sort of stuff? Is if they're genuinely happy, I don't care. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, fair Good enough. for you. Yeah. But how many of them could say that they're genuinely happy? It stresses me out. I just get stressed <laughs> yeah, out right? thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, when you go back to Sydney... Castle Hill. Or wherever. wherever yeah. <laughs> Castle Hill. <laughs> it's mad how I still... I know what Castle Hill is. Um... People will probably get see a very different you. Yeah. Like your parents will see a different you. Yeah. But I think going back to Australia like that is you're going to be on top with so many things. That's what I think too. Which I think why in when I, when I was PT in there, I was like, boom, I was banging it out hard because you stood out with certain things. Mm. And I think the attitude you get from here. Yeah. And you cross over with all your fucking knowledge on training, nutrition, and yeah. everything else. It's just going to absolutely pop. Do you know what I mean? I've got to get this guy to come down with me when I go bruv, back. If, Ali's, know, Ali's done, bruv. Do you know what? First of all, yeah, Nick's got to thank me, bruv. Your personality's got better since, been, since you met me, though. 100%. When I first met you, it was quiet, cuz. Really but he quiet. was respectful. Yeah, I still am. Yeah, but I wasn't used to it. So I was like, is there something wrong with this guy? I want him to swear at me. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. say fuck you or something, bro. <laughs> when we're like, on that trip to IB for me, Ali, Jade, uh, Sven and uh, Alima. Mate, when we were being nice, people were like, hold on. Like, what's going on? Why is man then being so nice here? <laughs> yeah. They're setting up. No, 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 no. This is a setup. Yeah, this is a setup. This is a yeah, setup. Like... Something's coming. <laughs> either, either a brutal, savage, like, takedown is coming or something's coming, you know? So that would have been weird. But whereas for Nick, like, where he's from, he's coming in with yeah. straight up manners. Like, oh, I, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you know, innit? Uh, yeah. But now you just, now you... I got used to it. It's something I'm still learning. We're talking about. I was telling you a story yesterday of like me walking through, through Kilburn and and. Oh, tell me that. Tell me. Tell me. Tell. Me, tell it. Tell it here. Tell it. What happened? So I think like you only you only understand this if you've been in London. Either if you've not been in the UK, it's not gonna you're not gonna really get it. But yeah. so I was walking past a like housing commission area, yeah. and like massive housing commission, like a housing estate, council estate for you guys. Council estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And right. um, I'm seeing like thirty. 40 police officers in like bright yellow jackets all next to the council estate and I'm thinking fuck oh jeez it must be like something serious going on so I'm walk past and I'm just sort of careful as I'm walking and it's next to a school like a primary school and all these kids start coming out and you know they're all curious and there was a like couple of I'm not trying to be racist but you know black kids and they were like rah you're not racist bro they know nah, they're black I know I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know I just want to we know we're Turkish we know you're Mexican it's all good <laughs> just trying to be sensitive anyway so they were like what's going on here and they're looking around they're like looking looking and, and then three of them like turn around and started walking next to me to like peek through and then one of them was like yo 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 yeah, and then yelled out to the police officer yo free the man down and then, <laughs> and then ran away and then ran away I was pissing myself laughing I thought free Leroy 
Free Leroy. Do you remember that? Ali Mabre. Yeah, that. oh, but like, funny. that stuff just doesn't happen in Australia. So <laughs> oh, I was just dying. Days. Do you, um, <laughs> do you find it, it's not easy trying to make money online, is it? I, I, you know what? At the beginning of lockdown, if for, we, we were all forced to, weren't we? I mean, you two were already doing it. I was f- like fully forced to because yeah. I couldn't go into a gym. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did put in that grind in the beginning and work on that because now it's sort of like settled and it's good. I'm not even at a gym anymore, even though yeah. they're open here in London. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think it is tough. It is very, very tough. Like you were saying before, I've got uh, probably qualifications and experience wise. I've got more than you two, but... I struggle so hard with the online stuff. I'm so hard with that. Yeah, it's not easy. I think a lot of people don't realize like how much like work and energy goes into even thinking about some level of creativity to get people's attention to listen to what the hell you're saying to actually help them out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like even sitting here doing this podcast is the crazy and amazing thing about this is this is going to make someone smile. It's going to help them, whether it's fitness or whatever, or any personal trainers or whatever, listening. But it's still a lot of time out of your day. And you have to make sacrifices. You have to put in the work. And most importantly, like you have to be consistent all the yeah. time. Right, Ali? Like, 100%. I mean, you've made, you've done a good transition from football, going full time football, working on the gym floor, self employed PT, still on the gym floor minimal hours a week but also pushing your um uh, online stuff how you finding all of that mate do you know what when i used to listen to you and you used to say to me oh i'm busy bro i'm doing this i'm doing that. i'm like bro how's this guy busy man online bro just give like probably giving someone a program or something and just chilling at home <laughs> but then now i understand exactly everything you need to do to um, keep your clients happy. You just need to get a PA. That's what you need yeah, to do. Yeah, exactly, bro. Dickhead. Dickhead. But yeah, selling, selling, selling online is uh, completely different. If there's any personal trainers listening to this right now, then if you're struggling to sell on the gym floor, it's going to be very, very hard for you to sell online. Yeah, and I think this is why it's so important for you guys so, to earn yes. your stripes 100%. on the gym floor and then transition onto online. <clears throat> You know, because there's so many things that you're going to get online where someone's going to go, uh, I've just sat on the lap pull down and this and this and that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my days, I've only done that exercise like six times with a client. So I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But yeah. if you've done it for thousands of hours, you know exactly what they're talking about. And you solve their problems like that. When Ali said, um, if there's anyone listening to this, I thought he was going to say, if there's any, I'm looking for seven women. <laughs> <laughs> I thought man was going in for an ad, bruv. Yeah. Looking for seven women that want to lose weight. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going for, bruv. But, um, bruv, it's been, um, it's been, it's been, it's been good having you guys. It's been oh. good having you guys. Have I appreciate you- it, man. At last, bro, I got on. But just anyone out there, just, what I'm going to say is never stop dreaming, man. It took me 37 abusive messages to come here. <laughs> <laughs> I also, as well, we're talking about this and, like being honest about other trainers wanting to, like encouraging people, to, trainers to go and seek help from other trainers. Yeah. I'm sure Ali, you're the same with this as me. 100%, yeah. I mean, what Darren is so busy all the time, but yeah. <laughs> um, if you wanted help with anything and if you need advice on any of that sort of stuff, reach out to other people in, in around you. Like 100%. if anyone around me or follows me, who's like, I, I would just like to see what you did or whatever, yeah. why is that exercise work or whatever, whatever. 
hit me up and ask me questions and yeah, if so you want to know don't, what, a, don't ask Ali <laughs> no only ask me if you're looking for an online trainer <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah ask for help if you don't ask for help I'm not going to lie bro I'm pretty sure I got to where I am today <laughs> from that Yeah. literally just asking for help Ooh. asking people looking at how people do things and just doing it every single fucking day there is one thing you cannot beat if you want results if you want to be a good personal trainer if you want any level of success is consistency over anything right consistency over everything and on that note i want to say thank you to my guest today and uh, some of my closest friends mr nick garcia and ali said thank you guys for coming in it's been good i'm hoping ali finishes that fucking bear today or We'll go out for another Guinness later. Exactly, Guinness. And for you guys that are listening, um, you can find Nick on Instagram as... Coach Nick Garcia. Coach Nick Garcia. And you can find Ali as... Big Ali underscore PT. Cheers, Big Ali underscore PT. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did you know the, how quickly I said it? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> it was waiting for that. It was waiting for that. And for you guys that are listening to this, do me a favour. Do me a favour. Subscribe to the channel. Give me a rating. Make sure you tell your friends. Don't forget, yeah, the Darren Cartel show, the London Joe Rogan. Ali, stop making funny faces in the back, you prick. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Oh, you're not? Nah, bro, I was just drinking my beer, fam. You actually be nice. Swear down. Shut your mouth, bro. <laughs> Peace and love, and thank you guys for listening. Take it easy. Boom. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, actually, no, 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 one more thing. I need to hear Mexican Nick. Go. Escúchame algo. Este tipo siempre me está rompiendo las pelotas para hablar en castellano. I just got pregnant. Bro, I just got, I was just about to say that, man. Something's in me right now. My, my videographer's knickers just dropped. And I was like, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe. Much, much love. Peace and love. And also, don't forget to keep your knee up 24-7. Peace.